Good morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> Scoot over. That's all. Good morning. Oh, my paper. My papers are messed up. Good morning. Good morning, you guys. God bless you guys. Hope everybody's having a great Tuesday morning. It is awesome. Oh, you're having a good Tuesday morning. I was singing and oh, dancing before. All right. Before we got on here. All right. All right. I was singing oh, and dancing. Oh, I was saying hallelujah. Well, as you're jumping on the broadcast, be sure and say hello and <clears throat> excuse me, let us greet you. And um, I'm gonna adjust something so. Hallelujah. I see a few people jumping on here. Good morning, David. My brother from another mother, but the same daddy. Love you, my friend. Good morning. Good to see you on here this morning. Excited, excited. Come on. Hallelujah. David Kaya, mighty man of God. Love you, brother. Kimberly, good morning, good morning. Hallelujah, good dog. Good morning. Come good on, morning, dog. Good morning, guys. Good morning, you guys. Me, hey, good say, morning. I'm saying, no, I'm saying good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. Demetrius, good morning. Demarius, good morning. Quit hitting the table, sir. You're making all the racket for the people. And good morning, Louie and Jamie Sanchez. God bless Hallelujah. you guys. God bless you in Denver. Hallelujah. Good to see you guys on today. That's awesome. Come on. The Lord is good. Come on. Hallelujah. Let's give a shout. <laughs> Let's give a shout. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's give a shout. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's give a shout. Hallelujah. Come on now. Hey, hey, hey. I'm adjusting. Hallelujah. Oh, I thought I was going to do that. Oh, do you know how to do that? Yeah. Come on, somebody. Good morning. All right, guys. Hallelujah. Sir. Huh? This is horrible. You're never going to be on my podcast ever again. <laughs> I say mine, but they're ours. You know, all the people. So this is funny. Sage, I, I kept trying to hold his hands the other day, and he, like, he, go ahead. Get those little fingers going. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was trying to get, I was like, say, because, like, he was, he can't talk without using his hands, or he can't sit still. Like, his hands have to be moving. I get this one. <laughs> I love you. You're so crazy. Oh my goodness. All right. So got that set and ready. Are you guys ready for this morning's broadcast? Hallelujah. I am. I'm excited to share with you guys this morning. We're excited. To, what are we sharing on today, Ben? This morning we are sharing on prosperity. On finances, we're going to finances. all week. We're going to be talking about finances, you guys. Finances, and and I love it because you know what? We're gonna we're get, we're gonna lay out what the Bible has to say. Yes, sir. You know what the Bible has to say, and we're gonna show you what the Bible says about things. And in that, right, we make our 
We need prayers. Absolutely, Frank. Like always. You want to pray Absolutely. For Frank? Frank, love you so much. Father, we lift up Frank right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for Frank. We thank you for his family. Father, we hold him before you right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. You are, hallelujah, you are going ahead of him right now. Father, you are already in front of him, making a way in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that there is nothing impossible for them in you, yes, in Lord. every situation. Right now, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, we thank you for making a way for yes. Frank in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. I Amen. thank you for opening doors that need to be opened. And I thank you, Father, for giving them favor, favor yes, Lord. Thank in you, where they're at right now with their home in Jesus' hallelujah. mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Open doors. Open the floodgates. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Juanita, good morning. Good morning, Juanita. Hallelujah. God bless you, my sister. Um, so listen, you guys, again, if you're just jumping on, we're talking about finances today. Yeah, actually, we're going to be talking about finances for the rest of the week. And, um, and you know, the reason why, listen, I did a, a by myself, actually, so I'm glad that my, my hubby's here with me on this one. Amen. But um, in May, no, actually, it was the beginning of this year, I did something on finances. I think it was end of January or February, beginning of February, we, we did a thing on finances. And the reason why I wanted to um, go over finances today is this week, <laughs> today and this week, is because it's one of the most understood um, things I feel in the church. Would you agree? Or? Absolutely. One of the I, most understood topics because we're not teaching on it. The church is not teaching on it. Biblical finances. Like, I, I find that the church teaches a lot, uh, you know, different places I've been, okay, and I haven't been to every place, but they teach a lot from tradition. Right. Right? They don't teach a lot of Bible on it. Correct. So, what we're going to be doing over this week is we're going to be sharing what the Bible has to say. Right. What the Word of God has to say about finances, about how uh, we're supposed to conduct our finances in the kingdom of God. Plus, and what we should be believing for, right? Also, with sowing into oh, the yeah, kingdom and absolutely. all those perspectives. And those are all topics that we'll, you know, that we'll definitely go over. So, <clears throat> um so anyways, I guess I guess you covered all that right there. Um, do you have anything else I want to say? No. no. <laughs> well, so let's get started. Lillian, good morning. Good morning, Lillian. So, you want to start? Yeah, absolutely. This? So let me start in prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for, for allowing me to pray. Thanks for letting me on today. Oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So, Father, <laughs> our shenanigans on this side. So, Father, in Jesus' name, 
We thank you, Father, for your presence, your love, your grace, and your mercy. Father, we thank you over this broadcast, Father. Lord, I thank you, Father, as you you lead us, as you guide us, Father, into your word, that there'll be ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Father, I come against any condemnation right now that would want to come on anybody. Father, we're not here to condemn. Father, we're here to encourage, equip, and Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit bringing conviction even in places we need, Father, as we go through this, Father, the biblical perspective on finances and prosperity in the kingdom of God by your word. So, Father, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love. Hallelujah. Pouring out over us from your heavenlies, Father. And Lord, we thank you that even, Father, is that, that we thank you for the conviction in our hearts here, Father, over this next week. The conviction, Father, that we can align ourselves according to your word on what you desire. Not what we desire, but what you desire. So, Father, we thank you for that. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So. Why are you saying hmm? Oh. So. um, Candy, good morning. (laughs) I should let you take. What do you think about about finances and prosperity? Well, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 says. (laughs) Come out full Full guns blazing, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just mm. Jeremiah 29 11. I'll start with this since you asked. Since you asked, I'll go stuff, there. But I'm just gonna, I'm just what you think about prosperity. <laughs> Jeremiah 29 11 says, says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. To give you a future and a hope. So, amen. Hallelujah. That's a huge thing, David. Is recognize that's that's that that is a huge thing across the board. Recognizing his voice and being obedient to what he says to do. Period. Amen. Thank you, Frank. Hello, Pastor Boo. Love you, mighty man of God. Hallelujah. That's really good, David. So listen, uh, you know, okay, so the header of the video, thank you for, for opening us, Sage. The header of the video, I, I put prosperity, <laughs> I put prosperity you gospel. You said that and, with such uh... No, I just, I'm just getting focused on what I'm fixing to share. Oh. So um, prosperity gospel, question mark. And should Christians be wealthy? And and the reason, again, the reason why we're going over all of these things is because of concerning finances, concerning money, because that's one of the most min, must misunderstood topics within the church. Like Sage said, you know, people, uh, <laughs> Pastor Boo, I crank, I, I crank myself up half the time. I don't even know what I, what I be doing or what I, no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to say this. Okay. I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I'm going to get Dana going here. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, hallelujah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Come on. 
Hallelujah. Hey, hey, hey. No, but but the reason why we wanted to go over this, man, I don't know why you, uh, you totally just threw me off. I am so sorry, like, babe. So bad. <laughs> it's okay. I'm collecting myself. All right. So, um, it's because, you know what, first of all, I'm just going to say this. I hate religion I because I, I came out of it and, and I feel like the Lord just broke me out of it. I hate religion is getting to court. I don't know. Well, yes. The courts of heaven. I mean, you know, I don't know. Um, so he can do that. He can throw you off. He does. He throws me off a lot. Um, but it's okay. Cause we, we, we find our way back again. <laughs> so this is one of the most, you know, misunderstood things you guys. And I hate religion. I hate what religion teaches. I hate the spirit of religion because the spirit of religion keeps people in bondage. It keeps them in poverty and, you know, God never meant for the church to be in poverty. God desires that we, we prosper. So on the question, on the head mark, uh, on the header of this video, help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Uh, help me, Lord. Help me, Jesus. I, I, I was like guns a-blazing, and I just feel like it went, boop. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, Hallelujah. So we're just going to get into it. So prosperity gospel. All right. Amen, Pastor Boo. So Stumbling blocks from heaven. <laughs> Come on. They, they are. I hate religion so bad because I came out of it. So John and 10, 10. And Jesus came to give us exceedingly abundantly overflowing life. Amen. Hallelujah. So, uh... <laughs> Why don't you share something else? You got another scripture? <laughs> I got another scripture. I'll go to another scripture. Okay. So I like that one Pastor Boo just posted, John 10.10. Uh, John 10. Okay. says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Oh, yes, Come he on. does. He comes to steal our prosperity. He comes to steal our Thank joy. You. <laughs> Come on. Hallelujah. But, oh, here we go. Let's go to this one right here. says this. says, be strong. Hmm. Be strong and good courage for the people you shall divide as an inheritance this land which I swore to your fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do all according to the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may be prosperous or my goodness, that is good. Come on. Or you have success. You shall have success Come wherever on. you go. Come on. Hallelujah. Good morning, Rodney. Hallelujah. All right. Third time's a charm. Let's get into this. Now Now my little guns are coming back. I'm off of mute. Thank you. <laughs> I pulled, pulled me off mute. Okay. So listen, let's get into it. Listen, I, I'm going to read first of all, because this is a lot of things. In fact, last week, a couple people kind of fueled my, my fire last week. They, I really got um, angry in my spirit because, um, you know, they were talking against prosperity. And, you know, of course, um, you know, I love Kenneth Copeland, man. I've gotten a lot of freedom from that guy. I've gotten a lot of revelation from him. And a lot of people don't like him because, you know, because they're like, oh, he's all about that prosperity gospel. Well, listen, so that's why I put on the header of the video, you know, prosperity gospel, question mark. Is there such a thing as a pros as prosperity gospel? So we're going to address that on the broadcast, and we'll address that a little bit later in the broadcast. But keep that in the back Come of on. your mind. We are going to address that, okay, and give you the question to that. 
Or, I mean, give you the answer to that question. So, so, um, so, you know, some people were, were saying things last week and they were talking about, you know, about, well, basically that they don't think, you know, ministers should be blessed and this kind of stuff. And they don't really believe in prosperity. Okay, first of all, that cracks me up because if you don't believe in prosperity, then give your clothes away, give your shoes away, go live in a box and you know what, and, and just try to figure it out and scrape on by because most of us, amen, everyone, every one of us are blessed, amen, we're all blessed, uh, we're more blessed, in fact, we are even those of us who have very little, we are more blessed than most people on in the world, amen. So we are blessed. We are all blessed. Yeah. So if you don't believe in prosperity, then go go live in a box, get rid of your stuff, give it away. The fact that you have things, the fact that you have clothes, the fact that you purchase these things, you know, you believe in prosperity. So stop it. That's right, Pastor Boo. You are exactly on point. We going we gonna, you can't get get ahead of us, Pastor Boo. We got to address these things. <laughs> so Hallelujah. Let me I, I like to say that. Look, mm -hmm. if you don't believe in being prosperous in any way ready that means you shouldn't even have a job <laughs> that's right boo. that's right come on you shouldn't even have a job if you Pastor don't believe boo. in any kind of prosperity whatsoever and you don't you're like oh that prosperity no no then then you know what you don't need a job either then go ahead and give everything away give all your stuff away give your home away give your cars away just you know what matter of fact give all your clothes away and just walk around naked yeah because you know what? Even to have a shirt is... Yeah, is, that's right, Pastor Come Bill. on. Hallelujah. He said, go live in a cave. That's right. Go, go live, live in, in a cave. cave. And go live in a cave naked. Because you know what? You're not going to have no clothes. Nothing. Amen. Amen. Awesome. That's awesome, David. So listen... So I want to go to Genesis. Let's let's get into the word. Let's see what the word says concerning finances. Let's see what the word says concerning prosperity, concerning increase, concerning all of these things. Good morning, Jeff. Amen. That's right, Juanita. So let's get into that. And I want to start. Um, I want to start. Um, Sage, Sage Thur, mm -hmm. Evangelist Sage Thur, I'm, I'm Pastor listening. Sage Thur, <laughs> and <laughs> obviously Pastor Boo said I'm on my way to court, so get ready, courthouse. <laughs> let's let's get into it. So, so listen, Genesis chapter twelve. Let's look at this, and I want to look at this. Amen. Kurabakare, Hallelujah. Let's go. We're going to get into some word today. Amen. Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. And um, I thought I highlighted this, but I guess you not. You did. You had it highlighted. I um, saw it. That's weird. So, okay. Genesis 12. 12 and we're going to read. I'm going to read from the Amplified Classic. And I'm going to start in verse 1. And it says this. <laughs> now in Haran, the Lord said to Abram, go for yourself. <laughs> For your own advantage away from your country, from your relatives and from your father's house to the land that I will show you. Verse 2, and I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you with abundant increase of favors and make your name famous and, distingu and distinguished and you will be a blessing, a dispensing, uh, I'm reading from the Amplified Classes, Classic, dispensing good to others. Amen. And then verse three says this, hello, Janelle, and I will bless those who bless you, who confer prosperity or happiness upon you and curse him who curses you or uses insolent language towards you and in you will, 
in you will all the families and kindred of the earth be blessed. Amen. And by you, they will be, excuse me, and by you, they will bless themselves. So listen, God said to Abraham, it was before he was Abraham, right? With an H to Abraham, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. In fact, the New Living Translation says this, and I'm going to pop on over there really quick. Says this. The Lord had said to Abraham, leave your native country, your relatives, your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. And I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you and make you famous and you'll be a blessing to others. I will bless. So listen, God, right there, I'm just telling you right there in the beginning in Genesis chapter 12, God was establishing through covenant, right? He was establishing the blessing. He was telling Abraham that I'm going to increase you, that I'm going to bless you, that I'm going to bless you. And as I bless you, the blessing is going to flow to others. Amen. So listen, in the beginning of the word, God is blessing. He's telling Abraham, I'm going to increase you. Of course, he said, I will make your name famous, right? I will bless you. So that listen, God desires to bless us. God desires that we increase. He did it with Abraham. Abraham was wealthy. Abraham had an abundance of livestock. Amen. We know through him that, of course, the promise of Isaac came and that many, uh, uh, that the nation, right, was expanded. He said he told him to look to the stars and that as many stars as he could count, which you can't count the stars, right, that his offspring or his 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 lineage would be, right? So God desires that we be blessed, amen? He desires to bless us. Abraham was blessed. He increased Abraham, and that was in the very beginning in Genesis chapter 12, amen? And then going from there, let's go to Deuteronomy 28. Hallelujah. Good morning, Clay. Good morning, Hallelujah. Come on. Deuteronomy 28. You know, God desires to bless us, you guys. He sure does. Can I can I add this one scripture yeah, there to of kind course. of tie in with what you're saying? So in Galatians chapter 3, verse 8, it says, And the scripture foreseeing oh, that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, ready? Preach the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying that in you all nations shall be blessed. That's right. Come on. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. That's right. Come on. So we activate these promises that Dana is talking about by the principle of faith. Amen. Believing and trusting in the word of God and aligning ourselves according to his word, his prescribed measure of action that would produce a desired result. Amen. Hallelujah. When you do it his way, come on, you're going to be over the top. That's Hallelujah. Right. When you do it the way that he's asked us or even uh, 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 decreed to us to do it, you and I are going to be above and not beneath. We're going to be over the top in every situation. Amen. But see, if you don't believe, don't worry, you're not going to receive. Let me say that. You have to believe in order to receive. That's the word, right? No no man come to God unless he believes that he is a rewarder, right? That he is a rewarder of those who diligently. 
diligently pursue him. Come on, you've got to believe in order to receive. So if you don't believe that God wants to bless you, if you don't believe that God wants to take you over the top, guess what? Thank he's you. not gonna take Correct. you over the That's top. Right. He's not gonna bless That's you. Right. Come on, he's he's gonna bless you and it'll be a trickle because you don't believe yeah. in what he's saying for you. Amen. See, that's what the principle of Abraham that Dana's bringing up. What the whole principle of Abraham is that he trusted God at his word. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And listen, this is the finances are the biggest topic that you're always going to get pushback on because people listen, the Bible says and me and I didn't write this one down. It just popped up in my heart. So maybe you can find it sage where your treasure is there or where, uh, yeah, where your treasure is, your heart will all there. Your heart will also be sitting mm. with you, right? Yeah, it is. So, um, you know, and listen, so this is the biggest, this is the biggest topic that people push back on. You know, and oftentimes people will be like, Lord, I get, you know, and they'll sing these songs and Lord, I give you everything. Lord, you know, uh, I give you my all and, but don't, but don't touch my pocketbook. I give you everything, Jesus. You can have my whole life. Everything I have is yours, but not the finances, Lord. I won't give you my finances. This is one of the biggest things that people struggle with. And this is why the church stays in poverty and they stay in lack because, you know, because, uh, because of lack of understanding, right? You know, mm. my people perish for lack of understanding or Come for on. lack of knowledge, right? And so people perish, right? And it because of their lack of understanding or lack of knowledge concerning the finances, you know, and in that verse, I just said, you know, where your heart is there, where your treasure is there, your heart, heart will also, also be, be, right? So, you know, people's, people say they'll give uh, their all to Jesus. They, they say everything they have is his. But when it comes to the finances, oh, don't touch that. Because guess what? Their heart is connected to the finances. But here is the thing, you guys. Ooh, that's, that's, that's good. They're, that's right. Their heart is connected that's to good. the finances. You know, wow. in, the, in the spirit, what it looks like is this. It looks like a, your heart and then like a string being tied around your heart and tied and connected to your pocketbook and tied around your pocketbook. You're, you're, it's tied to each other, right? That's what it looks like spiritually. Mm. I'm just as what I'm seeing in the spirit. Come on. You know, and so people have issues when you touch their pocketbook because it's attached to their heart. But what they don't understand is your provision doesn't come from your pocketbook and doesn't come from your own strength. It mm. comes from the Lord. Amen. And I have that scripture written down and we're going to talk about that. Come so on, that scripture so in Matthew, what does that say? Matthew what? Uh, I didn't find that. Oh, okay, that's I... okay. So, so um, you know, where your heart is there, your treasure will also be. And if somebody can find that scripture, I know it's in Matthew. You can pop it up in the, in the comments. That would be awesome. I'm pulling a blank on that one. So... But for some reason, I went to uh, Matthew uh, six twenty four. With yep. what you were saying, yeah. So it says, "No one can serve two masters, Maybe. for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, right? Or or, or uh, money one, or one, yeah. riches, right? Right. The 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 God of of money, which That's was right. mammon. So listen, and that's true. Listen, what that is so true. You can't you can't have your heart connected to money and finances and expect to serve God. You know why do people get so upset in the church? Why do Christians get oh, so upset when we talk about finances? When we talk about money, you know, and they get. I've had people get up and walk out of church when I'm when I'm teaching on it. I've had people get angry at me and get red in the face and look like they're fixing to chuck something across the room at me when I teach on this because. 
you know, because they're, because they're, they're, it's a demonic thing that just exposes them, you know, or exposes the heart, right? Exposes that our heart is a little too connected to the money instead of God. Your heart needs to be connected to the Lord. Amen. And recognizing that it's him who gives you the ability to create wealth. Wealth doesn't come by your own hand. Amen. People get so upset about that. So, you know, but we need to understand because here's the thing, you guys, concerning finances. And this is all for all of us, all of us as believers. The money does not belong to you. Finances do not belong to you. You are simply a steward of the finances given to your life. You are simply a steward of the finances and the finances. That's right, David. And the finances are, are, are simply a tool. Yes. To care for you and to take care of your household, but a tool to further the kingdom of God, a tool to expand the kingdom of God, a tool, another tool, another one of the many tools that God has given us to push back hell. Amen. And to be a blessing. So Hallelujah. hallelujah. So listen, it's recognizing so, that. Amen. Pastor Boo put it up there, right? Matthew 6, 21. Thank you, Pastor Boo. For where Boo. your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That's right. And of course, I read 24. So oh, so you were, you were like right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> you are so close. Pastor yes, Boo's so, like, back so it up close, a little yes, bit. So far. Back it up. <laughs> Amen. So, you know, people, people get upset when we talk about finances, but listen, you guys, we need to understand the finances and the purpose of finances. Amen. And and the fact that, you know what, God does want us blessed, but listen, let me further elaborate. Okay. Can I, can I say just one thing with that? It's so important to keep your heart clean of the strings of attachment to finances. And what do I mean by that? I mean, the overpowering a uh, uh, place of finances rule you rather than you ruling over That's your right. finances. Right. Come on. You have been given authority and power to rule and reign over the financial realm, not the Correct. financial realm ruling and reigning over you. Correct. Come on. Correct. I mean, and think about that, Sage. Think about that, you know, since since you brought that up. The the system of the world, you guys, the system that we're in was designed to oppress us and designed to keep us in poverty, uh, uh, keep us uh, enslaved. Amen. And so, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, the book of Exodus, you know, the God's people, the Israelites were in bondage. They were in bondage and enslaved by an Egyptian system. But God delivered them from that system. And he said, no longer will you be dependent on the, on the, uh, the goods or the, 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 um, what's the word for it? The resources of the Egyptian kingdom. But now I will be your provision. I will be your resource Mm. and I will provide for you. And he Mm. became the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. He became the manna. Amen. He became their food. Mm. He became the quail. He became the rock that followed that followed them of spring of water he became the rock right that followed them that spring of life so listen you guys so so that's god's design that we would be delivered from this this egyptian system for for lack of a better word that we are now in amen that listen think about this 
It's so demonic. People think, oh, I'm blessed. Look at my brand new car. Look at my brand new this. And meanwhile, they're paying $500 car payments. And really what it is, they're enslaved. They're in bondage. They're not, they're not, it's not a blessing to be in, uh, to be in debt up to your eyeballs. That's not a blessing. That's actually enslavement. That's bondage. But because that's you're what, in bondage to the lender. That's right. But that's, and I have that written down. Oh, okay. but, but that's what this system was designed to do, amen, was to enslave you. The Ooh. system of the world. That's not God's system. God desires to prosper us. God, that's right, Pastor Boo. God desires, desires that we would that we would flourish in the area of finances, but our dependence has to come, it's on him, recognizing that it, all of our provision, everything comes from him, the wealth comes from him, not from our own hand, not from our job, not from come any on. other man, come but on. from him. And that's why Sage was saying, keep your heart clean, right? So think about this, right? Think about this. Uh, that's right. That's right, David. And so people get into bondage thinking, okay, the more I have, the, the more happier I'll be. But then they, they get into debt, right? They get into debt and they get into bondage. Um, that means they're finding their happiness and their pleasure from the natural mm -hmm. rather than the supernatural. Right. Come Instead on. of My the Lord, God. right? Woo! So, You're so, getting me fired up, Dana. Amen. I'm getting so, fired up. So, I got a lot to say. Amen. So well, let me finish my thought here. So think about so think about this. You know, the, this demonic system uh, of enslavement of, uh, you know, credit, the credit system of the world, all of these things, you know, it was meant to destroy the family, to keep the mother and the father out of the home constantly working and have the public school system, which is extremely demonic, raise the children so they can indoctrinate the children so they can brainwash them so mom and dad are always gone working trying to scrape by and make money for the family and nobody's Ooh. left to raise the children it was meant to destroy the family home the family unit That's but right. god amen desires amen to prosper us as we seek him as we pursue him as we are in covenant with him and to bless us amen that we would be a blessing to others that's right pastor boo amen that's 100 Hallelujah. Right. Come on, Juanita. Come on. The word says, for your heavenly father knows the things that you need. That's right. Right? And he says, but seek ye first the kingdom. That's right. And his righteousness. And all, and these, all things. these things shall be added unto you. What are all these things? Everything he talked about in the prior verses in Matthew chapter 6, all your food, all your clothing, all your needs will be covered as you pursue God as your source in the kingdom. Come on. That's hallelujah. right. That's right. So, you know, so God desires that we prosper, right? He desires that we be blessed. Deuteronomy chapter uh, 28, starting in verse 1. And again, I'm <coughs> I'm going to read from the Amplified. Thank you, Pastor Boo, for put, putting that on there. Um, amplified version. And this is, uh, again, starting in, in chapter 1. And I note here, I want to say this before I read this really quick. Um, there is a balance, you guys. Now, people, see, people get angry when they hear prosperity gospel, quote-unquote, or these kind of things because... You know there are there are people out there term who derogatory. right they have but there all there are also I'm going to acknowledge this there are all are also ministers who have taken advantage of the word of God and who have actually prostituted the anointing for their benefit I do yes. I do recognize that there are people out there who have done that and who have twisted it 
and you know um, made it a, a thing to where they're like you know send in your best love gift send in you know fifty dollars and you'll get this um you know you'll get this oil straight from Israel or whatever they use tokens they use trinkets to try to get money in or they they prostitute the gospel they twist the word right, right. just to, to get money I do recognize that there that does happen I get that pimping the pulpit that's exactly right pastor that's Boo. exactly it so that and that that's not okay and that's that's misusing the word of God mishandling the word of God and prostituting the anointing that it's not okay Here's another one I've heard, Dana, is people say, well, you send in a thousand dollars and you'll have that house or, or you'll that, get your, your breakthrough or healing. your miracle or your breakthrough. The minute you send that, that's that, not okay. Either. That's not okay. Cause that's not the word. The that's, word doesn't say that. that Right. Exactly. You the just, word. The you word, just took it right out of my uh, mouth. <laughs> you just took it right out of the my mouth. The word doesn't the say word, anything like that. Amen. It sure does not say anything like that. So we, so we together, we mm -hmm. recognize that these things do happen. That's why Amen, it's Dom. so important that we get the word, the word of God, what He has to say on it. Right. Amen. Amen. So we can steer clear of the wrong. And get into the right. Amen. Amen. Amen, Janelle. But but on the other hand, so on the other hand, on the other side of that, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Because the Lord does want us blessed. He wants uh -huh. to prosper us. So when we talk about prosperity gospel, you know, the whole the whole word is us prospering, not only physically in the material things, but also, you know, in our soul. Amen. It's Come both. On. It is Come both. On. It's Hallelujah. not one or the other. It's both. Amen. That's right, Pastor Boo. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Don't get up in arms about, you know, the quote unquote prosperity gospel. Amen. So going back to, um, is there anything else you want to say? I'm sorry, babe. Deuteronomy 28. One. Okay. I'm there. Okay. I'm, I'm Deuteronomy right 28. Okay. All <laughs> I'm right. there. Amplified Classic. Let's go. Hallelujah. And so here's, listen to this. Because there's a condition to this, okay? And I'm fixing to read you the condition. <laughs> is not that's right, Pastor Boo. That's blessings is not only money, he said, but it's it's both, right? Amen. So if you, everybody, type in if you or say if you on the other side of the screen. If, if you, you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, and are watchful to obey all of His commandments, which I command you this day. The Lord God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Amen. And verse 2, and these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. And it goes on to, to say the blessings. So let me read these blessings over you. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Wow, come Hallelujah. on. Hallelujah. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your beasts, and the increase of your cattle, and the young of your flock. Amen. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading trough. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face and they shall come out against you one way and flee seven. Amen. And listen to this. This is what I want to I want to really hit on this point. Verse eight. The Lord shall command the blessing upon you in your storehouse and in all you undertake. Listen to that. You guys, he commands the blessing. Amen. On your storehouse. 
Think about that. When you command something, right, it's done. It's a done deal. So God, through your covenant with him, as you're, as you're a diligent to obey his word, amen, commands the blessing on your storehouse and all that you undertake. Amen. And I want to jump down to verse 11 just for, for sake of time. And the Lord shall make you, listen to this, and the Lord shall make you have a surplus of prosperity. Okay, this is from the Amplified Classic. And the Lord shall make you have a surplus of prosperity through the fruit of your body, the livestock, your livestock and of your ground and in the land which the Lord the Lord swore to your fathers, and the Lord shall open to you his good treasury. Everybody say, good treasury. Good treasury. The, the heavens to give the rain of your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. And you shall lend to many nations and shall not borrow, you Hallelujah. guys. Hallelujah. How are you going to lend to many nations if you don't have the means to do it? Do you understand how much... Uh, 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 increase and financial prosperity or financial wealth you need to have to lend to nations. Wow. You have to have like an overabundance, amen, of, of increase and finances to lend to nations. Billions. That's right. And billions. But yet, and billions. But yet, and billions. <laughs> That's right. But yet God says, and you shall lend to many nations, not just one, many, many nations and not borrow. Amen. So God desires us to prosper. Amen. He doesn't want to keep us, you know, you know, busted and disgusted and oppressed. Amen. Come on. That's powerful. That is very powerful. Lend come to on. many nations, you guys. Ooh, I love it. That so, was probably my longest come on. scripture I have written down, but I have several others. The promise and prophecy are abundant. I mean, the promises and yes. the prophecies in the Bible are abundant. Yes. Come on. They are abundant. Come on. You, I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, there's over 2,000 plus scriptures just on the prosperity of the believer. Come Hallelujah. Come that on. God wants you blessed coming yes. and God wants you blessed yes. going everywhere you go. Look, the enemy has tried to hold the financial kingdom to himself. That's look, right. if it wasn't that way, come on, he would have never been able to offer it to Jesus yes. in the temptation. That's right. That's Think about right. it. In Matthew chapter 4, when Jesus was being tempted, in the garden, what, or excuse me, not in the garden, but in the wilderness, right? What happened? The devil took him up on a high mountain and it says that he offered him all these kingdoms will be yours if you bow down and worship me. But Jesus said, Amen. you shall worship Amen. the Lord your God and him alone. Hallelujah. Amen. And the moment he did that, the hold of the enemy was broken off of the financial realm. Do you understand? The moment Jesus defeated the devil in that realm. Come on. He broke the authority and power of my God, my Amen. God, of Amen. the devil off of Amen. you and I. And he has now transferred it back to us through his word. So you and I can be abundantly blessed through the, through the blessing of the 
blood and the body. That we're over the top everywhere we go. Amen. That we have the ability to rule and reign upon this earth. Hallelujah. As we were always originally created to rule and reign. Amen. My God. Amen. Mm, 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 mm. So, Hallelujah. so no, yeah, that, listen, Brandy, listen, this is, this is why we're going over this week because I'm telling you, okay, so that, that's good spot because I have this written down. Poverty is a devil. You guys, poverty is a hard taskmaster. Poverty keeps you in lack poverty. And, and I mean, there's, there's so many different things. I don't want to go into everything, but I encourage you, Brandy, to stick through with the broadcast this whole time. No, that does not make you a victor. But listen, you know, people, this is why people struggle because they don't understand finances and again, and how finances are to be used. Amen. And they don't understand the spiritual principles. Debt, I mean, uh, poverty is a hard taskmaster. Poverty is a spirit and it comes from the pit of hell. Amen. So poverty causes children to be sold in slavery. Amen. Come on, Amen. think about that. Think about people in other countries because they're impoverished. Think about that. They sell their children into slavery. Yep. Poverty causes people to kill one another. I mean, poverty is a taskmaster it is. of hell itself to bring destruction upon nations. Look at poverty in Ethiopia. Almost wiped out an entire right. nation because they all starved. And, and what happened? A civil war began. Then they began to kill one another. And it all began in an impoverished, being impoverished. Right, right. So listen, let me tell and you. Poverty is a spirit. It is. It is. So let me let me read this. Um to you guys. This is Second Corinthians. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's chapter eight, verse nine. And I want to read you this. Amen. Poverty is a spirit, Pastor Boo. Absolutely one hundred percent. Let me read you what the word of God says concerning uh poverty. Brandy, hang in there with us. Yeah, so, Hang in there with us, so, okay? So listen. Because we're bringing just the word. That's right. So this is what I'm reading from the Passion Translation, and it says this. For you have experienced the extravagant grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that although he was infinitely rich, you guys. So don't let anybody fool you when they tell you, oh, Jesus was poor. You know, there's nowhere in the word that talks about prosperity. You know, the Jesus wasn't wealthy. Why did Jesus have a treasurer? Wealthy people who have no money don't need treasurers. He had a treasurer to handle his money, and that treasurer was Judas. Of course, we know what happened there, but Jesus was not poor, okay? And this is, this is the word. For you have experienced the extravagant grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that although he was infinitely rich, he impoverished himself for our sake, so that by his poverty, we become rich beyond measure. Amen. Hallelujah. We become rich beyond measure. So listen, you guys, Jesus was not poor. Okay. I know there's this gospel that people preach and try to paint a picture like Jesus was busted and disgusted and just a ragamuffin that was poor and had nothing. He was not poor. How do you think he traveled from region to region? It took finances and especially took finances and, and some kind of fine monetary provision to feed all the disciples he had with him all the time, to feed everybody, to house everybody. Why, you know, why did he have a treasure if he didn't have money? Jesus wasn't poor, okay? 
And based off of this word, we know he was rich, right? We know Jesus was rich. He became, he was, he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. He owns all the silver. He owns all the gold. He owns a thousand uh, cattle on a hill. Amen. So think about this. Okay. So, so ready? So he became poor. What does that mean? So we can He's, become rich. So we can become rich. Now, now, now let me just lay this out. He stepped down from his deity. Correct. You see what I mean? He stepped into the natural, being born in a manger, poverty stricken. Come on. That's he right. stepped out of the kingdom of heaven where he rule and reigns everything, where streets are are made of gold refined seven times. That's Come on. right. He stepped out of that realm and came into our realm. That's right. So this realm is to him poverty. That's right. Well, and think about this, you guys. I mean, you know, cuz people think like the spiritual things like it's poor. The 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 streets of heaven are paved with gold. Does that is Refined that seven uh, times. Is that poverty? Is that the the streets are made of gold, made of gold. You guys, that's not poverty. Amen. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right, Pastor Boo. So let me read you, you guys, the definition of rich. Let me read you the definition of rich. Come on, the, Juanita. Look at Juanita. She says, she's, Lord, she's I rebuke it. my poverty and I claim your abundance. Amen. I bring the spirit of poverty and cast back Amen. to hell. Amen. Oh, wow. Come on, girl. Come get it. on, Juanita. Come on, my sister. Get yeah. it. Matter of fact, let's everybody say that. Let's everybody say that right now. We bind the spirit yes. of poverty. Poverty and poverty mentality off of our lives right now mm -hmm. in Jesus' name. And we send it back to hell where it belongs. Mm -hmm. And we receive the blessings mm -hmm. of the Lord over our lives. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I just wanted to say that. I'm sorry. Amen. That's okay. That's good. Hallelujah. That's good. So, I, I, listen, we're kind of, obviously, we're doing a little bit of preaching, but we're doing a lot of teaching and just walking you through what the Word of God says, okay? So, let me read you, because a lot of people, we, if you're like me, I like to do the breakdown of, the, of what the words mean in Hebrew and what they mean in the Greek and all of this good stuff. So, we know the New Testament, a lot of the breakdown is in Greek, right? So let me read you the definition of what rich is, because I had somebody argue with me. Uh, he does want us to prosper, Brandy. I had somebody read to me or tell me, like, rich means spiritually rich. Rich only means spiritually rich. No, let me tell you what the Bible says, and this is the breakdown in the concordance of what the word rich means. It means pluteo, that's the Greek word, and it means to be rich. It means to have abundance, okay, of outward possessions, of physical possessions, material things. But it also means, remember what I said earlier, it's both. It's not one or the other, it's both, okay? But it also means to be richly supplied, right, in the spiritual things. So it's both. God wants you to be rich in outward possessions, right, of outward possessions, again, not having the attachment to it, knowing it comes from him, but also the spiritual things. It's both. It's not one or the other. So don't let anybody fool you and tell you, oh, no, it's just being rich in his presence. He wants you poor. That's that's hogwash, you guys. That's baloney. You know, let me say this. The Bible is clear in Ecclesiastes, right? It says there's a poor man who set the city 
who said there was an army coming against the city, right? And a poor man set them free. And his name was soonly forgotten. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm listen, I'm telling, I'm literally telling you though, I'm just literally reading to you guys what the word says, you know, um, because actually David says, he said, being wealthy is a worldly definition. It actually says that, 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 that's the definition in the word. It says to be wealthy, literally and figuratively, to be wealthy, be increased with goods. You know, people struggle Amen. with that so much and have a, such a hard time with that, I think, because their hearts, you know, I'm not saying this for everybody, but I think because people are afraid to have their hearts attached to that. And you know what? That's a healthy, like, our hearts should not be attached to things, right? Amen. But, let, okay, think about it this way. Let's, I'm going to give you uh, an, an analogy. Let's, let's paint this a picture. This is really good, guys. Let's paint a picture, right? Let's think Keep about those it. those questions coming. Let's think about it this way. Most of us are parents, okay? I have a daughter. I love her very much. And you know what? I try to bless her as often as I can. When she asks for something, I give it to her because I love her and I, I, because I want to bless her. Now listen to this. If my daughter comes to me and she tells me, um, Mom, um, I need, you know, I need, um, I need a thousand bucks for rent. Can you, can you help me out? And I tell her, no, babe, I'm sorry, daughter. You know, I, my presence is enough. My presence is enough. You should be content with just my presence. Um, you don't need the finances. My presence is enough. If what, what, what is that? How is that going to help her? Right. How, but, but no, I give to her because I want to bless her. Right. Sometimes I give because I don't even, I don't even, she doesn't even have to ask. I just want to give to her. Right? So we as parents want to bless our children, right? We want to bless our children. We Come give on. to them even when they don't ask. We give Come to on. them. We don't just tell them, oh, daughter or son, my presence blesses you and that's enough. My presence is the blessing. So, you know, so... Uh, so what if you ask for money or so what if you need things, you know, you need clothes or, you know, nope, my, my presence is enough. My presence is enough. The richness, the richness of my presence is enough. No, you're going to give them physical things. How much more our father in heaven? Just think when we need is he will he give to us. Amen. Think about this for a minute. And as Dana was talking right there, this really actually jumped up in my heart and actually almost made me cry. But it's this. When I see, like, like our daughter, mm -hmm. right, suffering, when I see her in she's lack. She's not suffering, but if she's But she's, she's not, suffering. but you know what I'm saying? I'm just using that as an example. When I see her in lack, it grieves my heart, man. Mm -hmm. It really does, you know? And, and I want to do everything I can to help train her up you got it, in a way that will lift her up. So it's not just giving her finances, but I also want to equip her to so she can be successful everywhere she goes. And as a good father, that's what he's done for us. He's given us the, the laws of operation yeah. for financial increase through the word that we can be trained up to be successful and produce in this life that all the children of the globe would see us and go, wow, look how great and mighty yes. their God Amen. is. Their father Amen. loves them and Amen. takes care of them. Amen. 
Think about that. Exactly. The, come on. So when I see my daughter in that situation, I not only help her to pull her up out of it, but I also begin to say, you know, let me see what you're doing in your finances. Let me see what we can rearrange. I'll tell you what, if you do this, this, and this, it will produce this, this, and this. Come mm -hmm. on. And who's her heart attached to? Me, mm -hmm. not the things. It's attached to me. That's right. That's right. Come on. So how much more will our does our Heavenly Father, as we as earthly parents want to bless our children and want to give. We want to give them the nice man, things. We want to give man. them the nice cars. We want, we want to give them the nice things, do we not? How are we going to bless our children and give them those, those things if we're not even able to take care of ourselves, if we're in poverty, if we're in lack? That's how right, we, David. Come we, on. How are we going to be able to, to help our children? Amen. We're not going to be able to help them if we're in lack ourselves, if we're operating under a poverty spirit, if we're constantly struggling. struggling. And how does that bring glory to God when we're constantly talking to them about God being a good God? God's a good God. He always provides for us. And then our children are looking at us like, okay, I always see you struggling. I always see you crying because you can't make money. You can't, you know, because you can't make the bills. I always say, how, how does that bring glory to God? You know, that's why I'm saying God doesn't want us in poverty. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to prosper in material things. It's not just the, the spiritual things. Yes, that includes that. But he wants us to prosper. That our children, that our friends, that our family, that our communities would look at us and say, they have a good God. They serve a good God. Look how much he blesses them. I want to know that God. Amen. I want to know that God. Because he's because he, look how he he takes care of them. And not only that, you guys, how, listen, I don't know about you, but I want to be able to meet the needs of the church. I want to be able to see, you know, people in the church who need cars, you know, a widow who needs a new roof or whatever and say, you know what? I'll, I'll take, take care, care of it. Of that. I'll take care of that. I'll be the one to help you instead of them always crying and being like, can anybody help me? Can anybody? And the church is like, I don't know. We don't even have any finances ourselves. That should not happen. You guys, that should never be the case. Woo! That just fires me up. That Woo! should not ever be the case with the church. We as the church should always be the one to meet the needs of those in our church and those around our community. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was always meant for the church to be those who met the need. It was never meant Amen. for the government to be the one to come on. That's, and that's right, what Maya. It, come on. Hallelujah. It was never meant that the government should be the one doing the assistance. It was always in the 1800s, 1700s, the 1600s, the 1500s, that's the right. 1300s, in Jesus's day. Come on. It was the church that was to meet the needs of the community. It's you and I morning, raising Jake. up in this hour and Love saying you, we will trust God and his word that's right and we will be those who lend to that's nations right. we will right, be Pastor those me. who bring others out of poverty and bring them into a revelation that's right. and you know as dana of of an abundant god who loves to come bless on. listen he loves Lord, to bless us so much he washed away our sin he loves to bless us so much he washed away sickness and disease he loves to bless us so much he wants us to be above and not beneath come on think about this for a minute when Dana was talking, think about this for a minute. 
People flock to Hollywood, right, to become rich and wealthy. And the majority of them that you see that run there, what do they end up doing? I've seen many of different news things where they end up giving their life over to the devil. Mm -hmm. They end up making these covenants with the devil. Why? Because he's got because he promises them wealth and abundance come on but we have a god come who on. promises us the same if we meet in the prescribed measure come on and they have a prescribed measure too that's what's right. that pastor boo come on that's right listen that's that's right scott that's right and i was just sharing this with scott the other day you, you know people have such issues with with prosperity within the church you know how Come on, we, how is, like how, how, amen, how, that's okay, how is it, how is it okay for, you know, for uh, porn stars or people in the porn industry to have these jets, to have all this income and the church is poor, how is it okay for the drug, for, for the drug dealers down the street to have nice cars and to have more than enough and the church is in poverty and struggling and can't even meet the needs of the people in the church, that's not okay with me, the wicked should not be prospering more than the sons and daughters of God, amen, we should be prospering in all things, amen, and that's what the Bible says, prosper, in fact, that's, um, that's from um, Third John chapter 1, verse 2. And he says, Beloved, I desire that you prosper in all things, even as your soul prospers. Yes, your soul, he wants our soul to prosper. It's also the physical things, though, as well. You know, there is an exchange. The Bible says the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous, is stored up for the oh. just. Amen? So listen, I'm telling you guys, it's not okay for the wicked to prosper. Come on, Brandy. For the wicked Come to prosper on. and to be prospering in all these things and not the church. And that's why I'm telling you, uh, it's high time that the body of Christ come out of this pagan Babylonian system, which is just really like the Egyptian system of bondage and slavery, and come into the kingdom of God. Come into the system of Jesus, the system of heaven, where Jesus desires that we operate. Amen? You know, throughout the pandemic i heard Ooh, that's right on, Clay. that's on. right throughout the Ooh, pandemic i heard to dom come I, on i heard tons of people saying this you guys i heard tons of people being like i'm blessed because they got money from the government that's not a blessing that's just the government feeding you a little bit of cheese to keep you on the line the money from the government is not a blessing. People getting, you know, the stimulus and getting PPE and whatever and being like, look at I'm blessed, you guys, I'm blessed. That's not a blessing. That's actually enslavement because little do you know, at some point or another, they're going to come back for that money. So that money's not a blessing. True blessing from the Lord, amen, or true blessings come from the Lord, I should say. That's you it. know, come we on. did not take any, any of the money and throughout the whole time, people were like, oh, you know, you guys, you could get it. You can get on this. You can get this money. You can get this money. We're like, no, we're not going to do that because if the Lord can't provide for us, then something's wrong. But guess doing? what? I got good news for you. The Lord sustained us and provided it for us the whole way through. And I'm not trying to condemn those who took it or the, who took stimulus or whatever. I'm not trying to condemn you. But what I'm saying is that's not true blessing. Money from the government is not blessing. Okay. It's when the Lord provides for you. Amen. It's when the Lord provides for you because all things come from him. It's him who gives you the ability to create wealth. Amen.
I love how you said that. It's him who gives us the ability to create wealth. And I'm I'm fixing to go Hallelujah. to that particular Hallelujah. scripture Come on. because it's good. So listen, it's God. Then this is Deuteronomy chapter 8. So if 8, you, 18. 8, 18. Deuteronomy 8, 18. Let me read you what it says. It says this. If you start, okay, if you start thinking yourselves, oh yeah, if you start thinking to yourselves, I did all of this and all by myself, I'm rich. It's all mine. Okay, she's reading right now from, <laughs> from the Deuteronomy 28, 18, 17 and 18 from the message. Yeah, Deuteronomy uh, 8, 17 and 18 from the message. If you start thinking to yourself, I did all this and all by myself, I'm rich. It's all mine. Well, think again. Remember that God, your God, gave you the strength to produce all of this wealth so as to confirm the covenant that he promised to your ancestors as it is today. Amen. Come on. Come on, listen to that. It's God who gives you the ability. God, or another version says, it's God who gives you the power to produce wealth. And guess what? Based off of this, the wealth it was, it was a confirmation of the covenant, you guys. Wealth was a confirmation of the covenant. I'm going to read that again because it says, it reads the same concerning that particular part in most of the verses. Remember that God, your God, gave you the strength to produce all of this wealth so as to confirm the covenant. The wealth confirms the covenant, amen, that he promised to your ancestors. What does it read in the New King James? The New King James, it says, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power, power to get wealth. That he may establish, right? Establish or confirm his covenant, which he swore to our fathers as it is this day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. You know why, David? That's right. You know why? It's because their heart, because they're trying to find their happiness in the in the things, right? In the material things, instead of from God. See, when you're when you're rooted in God and your heart is connected to the Lord, right? We talked about that. Your heart has to. Your heart cannot be connected to your finances because they don't belong to you. Hallelujah. They belong to the Lord. It's Him who gives you the ability to create wealth, right? It's Him who gives you the power to create wealth. So listen, it's not our happiness, our joy, our fulfillment. Uh, all of that does not come from our material things and from our wealth. It comes come from the Lord. However, we get to enjoy the material things. We get to enjoy the blessings as a product of our relationship, as a product of our covenant, as a, as a product of, of just um, serving a good, good God. Amen. And then of, also, of course... By being obedient to his word. Amen. By obeying his word. Amen. So listen. Because he blesses obedience. There's no, Yeah, that's right. So there's nothing wrong with prosperity. There's nothing wrong with being wealthy. There's nothing wrong with these things. It's all, but it's all the heart motive, right? It's all based out it's of the heart. It's all based out of the heart. If you love the money more than you love God, there's an issue. If your heart is connected to the money more than it is God, there's an issue. If you can't give because you're too connected to your money. If you're a tightwad because you're too connected to your money, there's an issue. Then you love 
the Lord probably more than, or I mean, you love the money more than you probably love the Lord concerning that. I mean, you got to check your heart. Okay. I can't check it for you. You got to check your own heart. But if you love God, you're automatically going to be generous. You're, I mean, you're when your heart is connected to him and not your finances, you're automatically going to be generous. You, when you recognize that, that it, the wealth comes from him and it doesn't come from people, people aren't your provision. People don't provide from you. Does God use people? Absolutely. He chooses to use people, but ultimately it comes from him. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, before I got saved, I was, uh, you know, drug dealer, jacked <laughs> up, messed up. That's right, you, Pastor Boom. I mean, you go across the board. Come on. But, you know, in that, uh, when I got saved... And the Lord touched my life and he delivered me. He healed me. All these kind of things happened in that cell, cell seven, tier two. Let me tell you what. I knew automatically the moment he touched my life, I just became a giver. Yeah. Immediately. I mean, I only yep. made five bucks a month. I think it was five dollars <laughs> yeah. a month. That's all you made in prison. Five bucks a month. Yeah. You know what? And, and half of that went to the Lord immediately Amen. every month, or if not the whole thing. Come on. Amen. I gave what I had of the Lord. When you're making five bucks a month for quite a few years, That's you know what? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for hey, prison, man. You know what? And here's the thing. I never asked anything from my mother. I never asked anything from anybody uh, on the outside when I went to prison because hey, that was my Pas Pastor Boo remembered he started to he said cell seven tier two he said that's cell seven tier two he Come remembered on. <laughs> but see listen I only made five bucks a month and half of that if not all of that went to the Lord immediately you didn't have to tell me I needed to do these things I just knew I just knew because I was in relationship with him and my heart had changed from the inside out. Come on, because yeah. now I was free on the inside. So, you know, if you go through the New Testament with Jesus, Dana, mm -hmm. and you see Jesus addresses the connection of the heart to the finances constantly. Yep. He's always talking about not connecting your heart to it, but connecting Amen, your Brandon. heart to God and allowing God to work in you so that you can be a blessing, not only to everyone and everywhere you go, but he also wants you to be blessed as well. Amen. So Amen. let me tell you, with five bucks a month, let me tell you. I never wanted for nothing. Mm -hmm. I always had enough of everything. It didn't matter. Deodor, whatever I needed, I had enough. That's Why? Right. Because I practiced, hallelujah, before I knew anything about it, giving to the Lord and trusting him. That's right. Come on. Hey. Come on. So listen, you guys. And he started me out with five bucks a month. Some of you, it's much, much more. Me, $5 a month for quite a long time. Come on. That's so good. And I wanna, I'm going I'm to share a testimony here. I'm going to kind of wrap it up, and then I'm going to share a couple testimonies, okay? And then we're going to pray for you guys. Um, what does Dom say? 
Our currency stands. In God we trust. In Give God back what he has trust. given you and rebuke greed. That's right. Resist Woo! greed. Resist greed. Resist poverty. Um, you know, so to, and greed is poverty. Right. It's the it, same it spirit. Is. It is. Greed and poverty are actually the same Come spirit. Come on, Zena. That's right, my sister. That's one of my favorite scriptures. She said, Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord brings wealth and he adds no trouble to it. Another uh, version says, the blessing of the Lord makes, makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Hallelujah. So, amen. Ooh, so, man, listen. There are people are commenting. You guys are on point. Today. Get Ooh. it. Get it, guys. You guys Come got on. it. So, I want to I wanna read this. So, just to what kind of. What are you going to read, Dana? Um, I want to read 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17 in the Passion Translation. So, this is to wrap it up, okay? So, we started, right? The header of the video it says, Prosperity Gospel, question mark. And should Christians be wealthy? So I started because a lot of people have issues with prosperity. They have issues. They call it the prosperity gospel. And so my question when we started is, is there a prosperity gospel? Well, you know, I, I would say this, that the gospel includes prosperity. Is there a prosperity gospel? Uh, I mean, some people push it, right? Some people manipulate the word. Some people use it for their the word of God or the anointing for their own benefit. And I think that's where a lot of people get a bad taste in their mouth because um, because they sense that or because, you know, because they because they, there are people who do that, who prostitute yes. the word. So in that particular area. Right. That's that's wrong. That's bad. But prosperity is included in the gospel. And, you know, um, last week, uh, somebody made a comment against um, my pastor, whom I love dearly, and who's a tremendous blessing to many, who has actually sown financially into our lives. Um, and they're like upset at him and basically saying he was a false preacher and saying, well, does he prosper from the gospel? Well, yeah, he does prosper because God loves him and blesses him just like we prosper because God loves and blesses us. So I want to read that. Amen. I want to read First uh, Timothy 5, Amen, verse, verse 17 in the Passion. And this is what it says concerning that and concerning ministers prospering um, in the word. Okay. It Where says this. 1 Timothy 5, 17. Mm, that's a good verse. It says... Listen now 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 listen to this listen to this in That's the passion translation you guys listen to this It says the pastors who lead the church well should who the pastors who lead the church well should be paid well What you think about that The pastors who lead the church well should be paid well They should receive double honor for faithfully preaching and teaching the revelation of the word of God. For the scriptures have taught us, this is, this is uh, verse 18, for the scriptures have taught us, do not muzzle an ox or forbid it to eat while it grinds the grain. And also the one who labors deserves his wages. That's what the word of God says, you guys. So people get upset when they're like, oh, the preachers are getting, you know, they, they, why am I, I don't want to give my money. They're getting blessed or they're getting, you know what? You, according to this, you should honor the men and women of God who teach you and who care for you, who care for the state of your souls. You should give them double honor, it says. Why? 
because they're actually caring for your souls, you guys. You don't even know what happens behind closed doors and what they put into your guys' life and how much they pour over you. You know, for Sage and I, that's why we try to honor. We recognize the anointing on those who are above us, on those who pour into us, on those who teach us, on other men and women of God who, may, who maybe don't pour into us, but maybe who just we love because we honor the anointing on them mm -hmm. as a minister of the gospel. Amen. So according to this word, yes, you guys, they should be blessed. So people are like, oh, your pastor, does he, pro does he benefit from the gospel? Does he prosper from the gospel? Yeah, he does. And so do we. And so do other ministers. And you know what? You should bless them even more. Amen. You should bless them because they are overseers of your soul. Amen. Because they care for you. Because they minister the gospel to you. Amen. That's right. That's right, James. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. So, 100%, David. That's true. So, 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 uh, as you're sitting there talking, Dana, I'm just thinking, you know, look at this. Those who, who aren't givers, I'm going to just kind of put this out there. Those who don't give, right? Or, 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 or don't tap into what, let me say it like this. Let me start over. Those who are tapping into the principles of God, right, for their financial increase in the measure that he's laid out, and they just do to gain, do to gain for themselves are those who love money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You hear that? Mm -hmm. Those are the ones who love money. Right. When you're even speaking against the blessings of God, what are they saying? No, we don't want to exactly. give because we want to hold. You've exactly. got to see it for what it is, man. Exactly. Because we want to hold what we have because we think we need to keep it because we're only going to get what we've got because we're not going to align with what he says. So therefore, I only can keep what I have. So therefore, I can't do what he says to do. So in other words, you're saying some of the stingiest people who have issues with, with giving like that are some of the, the, the most, bit, they're, they're, the are most the bit, bitter, well, money-loving, money-grubbing people. The biggest lovers of money. That I know. Mic drop, bam. Bam. And True that's story. real. I mean, you can just sum it up in how I just said it. Because why? Because their heart's connected to it. And they're looking at every way they can dispel it to keep what they have. Ooh. Ooh. Why? Because they don't trust that God's big enough to provide for them and that, okay. the, that he's their resource. Same issue in the desert. And we'll just let that sit there. <laughs> we'll just let that sit on right there. I mean, that's kind of how Jesus said it. Amen. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. So, listen, you guys. <laughs> David, who's your daddy? <laughs> God or wealth? Come on, I love that. We should make us. Uh, who's your daddy? God or wealth? Yeah. Come so, on. I mean, you know, and, and everything, everything comes down to the heart. So, you know, I firmly believe just what Sage said, that the reason why so many people have issues with the quote unquote prosperity gospel, which the Bible includes prosperity. Okay. It includes a lot of things. It's in, it, it, but prosperity it's one is, part. yeah, pros, prosperity one is, part. and being as we're talking about finances, this is why we're addressing this. 
So, well, you know, right so, here. so people, you know, I, I firmly believe that, you know, the reason why people have such an issue with the prosperity gospel is because basically first, the first thing is just what Sage said is because people uh, uh, love money because they love money. Some of those who come the hardest against the prosperity, quote unquote, gospel are the ones who love money the most. And, and they don't, people do not trust in God's ability to care for them. And God's ability to provide for them. So they try to keep, because, oh, if I don't, if I, if I give, I don't, ha I'm not going to have enough for me. I'm, I'm not, not going to, I'm already? not, which is I a poverty. control. Well, and it's a poverty mentality. It's it a is. poverty mentality. Oh, if I, if I give, then I'm not going to have enough. If I give to you, I'm not going to have enough. Well, guess what? God owns all the silver and all the gold. He owns everything. Amen. And he's our provision. So he's big enough to provide for you. He will, he, if he caused a gold coin to be made manifest in a fish's mouth, can he not provide for you? Amen. If, so he will make it happen as we are obedient to do his word, to obey his word, to listen to his voice, to do what he, to do what his word mm. says. He provides for us. He's faithful to provide for us. And being obedient. Amen. That's, that's the key. Oh no, I'm saying. But I'm, I'm like, just going to throw that out. Just like and be obedient. <laughs> and be obedient. Because obedience is a big deal. Because we it we is. we have to do what he's put on our hearts to do. That's Come on. right. We have to be who he's put on our hearts to be. Come on. And we, as far as we're concerned, we want to be a blessing to every single person everywhere we go. We want to be above and not beneath. Come on. Hallelujah. We want everywhere we go. If we go into a church and they need a building and they need $100,000 to finish the building uh, we fund, be the ones we want to write it. it. Come on. We, we want to be, be the, the ones, ones to complete that. Or, or, a, or, a, or a lady needs a car. And, and we're looking at her and she's an elderly woman. Her husband's passed away. We want to be the ones to say, you know what? How much do you need? Or be the ones yep. to contact Amen. somebody and have that car sitting in her front porch with the guy dropping off the keys and walking away and her just Amen. looking and praising God. Come Amen. on. I'm talking to some people here today. Hallelujah. Amen. Because Amen. I believe you're going over the top. I believe you're the top of the, I believe November is going to be the month to remember. Amen. Come on. This is the overflow, abundant increase of God in your life. I'm believing these next two months are going to be the greatest months of the year. And we're going to go into 2022 guns ablazing, taking back what the devil stole. Hallelujah. Amen. And Amen. the church triumphant will be seen throughout the world as living and active and mm. come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So listen, you guys. That's, that's right. Hey, James, we've talked about that earlier. Matthew 6, 24. That's right, David. And, stu and stewardship. And, and Man, that's huge, David. Stewardship is a whole nother topic. Stewardship is, is a very important. In fact, we'll probably address stewardship, David, uh, over the finances a little bit um, later this week. And I think... Um, that's gonna that's be a big that's deal. gonna be fun. So, amen, Brandy. Amen. So the main and the main thing, hey, listen, the main thing is being obedient to the Lord, being obedient to his voice, being obedient to the prescribed measure in, in the the prescribed way of doing things according to the word of God. Amen. Align yourself with that, and I'm telling you, you're gonna be over the top, Brandy. Over the top. Amen. 
Amen. So listen, um, with that being uh, said, I want to say this. Um, you guys are blessed. Amen. You guys are blessed. I believe just like we've been declaring over these broadcasts, you know, the next two months are going to be the best months. Amen. Of the whole year. These are going to be the best two months of the whole year. Amen. And uh, God is just going to bless and increase you as we press forward and push in for his glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we're obedient to, to is pastor Ben on here. Um, I don't... have you seen pastor Ben? No, I have not. Okay. As you are obedient, amen, hallelujah, uh, to, to, to give and to sow and to uh, tithe and to all these things we're going to talk about and to steward and to hallelujah. all of these things, amen, that the word of God says to do, then you know what? You can expect a harvest. You can Woo! expect increase in your life. Um, yes. And um, amen. And so listen, really quick testimony, and then I'm going to have Sage pray over you guys. What's a quick testimony? Give Dana? you 10%. Amen, Brandy. Come on, girl. Start a business. That's uh, That sounds on point. Give jobs without needing vaccines. That's right. That's that's exactly it. The wealth of the wicked. Amen. The things that the wicked world, the, the wicked in the world are trying to do, we're going to do for the kingdom of God. That Come sounds on, like a, that sounds like a Holy Ghost plan to me, girl. And there's a lot of commenting today. Wow. That's good. So that's a good thing. I'm going to give you guys a right. testimony on what, on how I started tithing. We're going to address tithing this week as well, but just, just quick offers. testimony. Some of you guys have already heard it, but, um, but you know, I used to, uh, man, the Lord broke me out of poverty. I came from poverty. I came from lack. I, I grew up in lack and poverty. And so as a teen mom, it was very hard for me to, you know, to provide for myself and to provide for my daughter. And so I remember, you know, just being a young mom and struggling. I had my car, still didn't, you know, I still owed payments on it. I didn't have it paid off. Worked as a waitress at a little place um, where I barely made more than enough to, I actually didn't even make enough to, to really provide for myself. I, so I lived with my mom because I didn't make enough. And so she, you know, she would help me out a lot. And so I didn't tithe. I wasn't a tither. It's not that I didn't want to, but I just didn't tithe because in my mind, I didn't have enough to tithe. I didn't have enough money to tithe. I was always trying to figure out how I was going to pay, you know, the bills that I had and provide for my daughter. So I never tithed. And I always told the Lord, Lord, when I get enough, when I get enough, I'll tithe. When I get enough, I'll tithe. The issue was I never had enough. I never had enough. So... Let me tell you, so one day, uh, I, I was behind on car payments, the, my, my car was fixing to be, to be repoed, and um, I decided I was going to go take a nap because I was all stressed out about it, and I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I'm going to go lay down, and so she told me, okay, well, I'm going to go check the mail. You sure are making a lot of noise over here oh, with ruffling papers. <laughs> so I told, there with the hands again. There with the hands, I told you. Look Tell at those hands. It's going like this. <laughs> Instead so, of my mouth moving, my hands are moving, okay? So I went and laid down. I got a lot to say. <laughs> so I went to lay down, and, and my mom went to go get the mail, and she came back in, and she's like, hey, you have a letter here that's addressed to you, except it doesn't have a, a return address. And so I was like, okay. So that, that piqued my interest. I got up, went and got this letter. Went and opened it. I pulled out this piece of paper that was folded up. Opened it up. There was $2,000 in there. And in the center of that paper, it was typed out, but it said, God bless you. 
$2,000, which was more than enough to pay my car payment and then have extra in abundance to take care of whatever else I need to take care of. From that point forward, you guys, I'm telling you, I, t I remember telling the Lord, Lord, I will never withhold from you. I will tithe. And from that point forward, I was a faithful giver, a faithful tither, no matter how much money uh, my check, how much checks, you know, how much my checks were, how little they were. I still was faithful to tithe. And I'm telling you, since then, you guys, I've never lacked. The Lord has always provided for me. In fact, my daughter is probably grew up a little too spoiled with some some things more than enough you guys yeah. more than enough so the lord is faithful that's my story of how i started tithing because god is good amen and so um so i'm gonna let sage pray over you and wrap it up hey you know i was thinking about uh, uh a story i have okay so just to kind of encourage everybody out there i remember one time i was going through uh we had a business well and uh, it was a construction business, and we, uh, work had actually dialed down quite a bit and uh, needed to pay rent. Oh, you know how all the life, life situations come, right? And I only had $100. I had $100, and I said, Lord, what am I going to do? That's all we had in the account was 100 bucks. Had a construction company going, people working for, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And I only had 100 bucks left, and it was like, wow, you know? And I said, Lord, what do we do? And he Amen. says, take what you have in your hand and sew it. And I'm like, I'm looking at the fridge, I'm looking at everything, and I'm thinking to myself, man, Lord, <laughs> this is good. okay. So I took that hundred bucks and I went down to the grocery store. I bought a money order, which was ninety nine dollars. I had to pay a dollar for the the money order, so you know it was ninety nine dollars uh, that I that I sent. Mm -hmm. So I sent it where I felt like he told me to send it, and I was obedient to what he said. And I sent it off in the mail immediately, and I was like, "Okay, Lord, you got to do something." That week, listen to this. That very week, you know what, when I was obedient to do what God said to do, when there was nothing left, there was no jobs, there wasn't anything happening okay. for the for the construction company at all, come on, there was hardly anything left in the fridge, nothing at all, but I'll tell you what, what ended up happening, no gas in the car, no, I mean, it was, it was bad, what ends up happening, no more than a couple of days later, a lady gives me a call, and I end up bidding out a job for $9,999. Cause that little bit went to pay for the money. It was, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. $9,999, man. Was the, and everybody went to work and that everything started kicking off again and everything got built back up. I mean, everything. And it was amazing. Come that on. Is God is faithful when we're obedient to do what he says to do. When he puts it on your heart to do, you to do it and because he has a plan for it come on because yeah. he wants to take you over the top and look don't do what he says not i mean don't do what i mean just do what he says to do that's that's, that's right. the ticket just do what that's he right. says to do and it's going to be over the top it's going to be over the top more than enough every single time now now, now I, i've got tons of but those. let me but let me add this little this little disclaimer in there now concerning tithe, he says, do what you do, what the Lord tells you to do, or, or you know, do what He says to do. But concerning the tithe, the tithe is required. You are required to tithe. That is the yeah. commandment. Now that's it. With this was just an offering between yeah. me and God. Yeah. Tithe was already taken tithe care. Is a whole this was just me and God bowl, going. Bowl of wax. I'm like God. 
There ain't no food. There ain't no gas. There ain't no business going on right now. Lord, this is all I have. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, there was employees, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But look yeah. what he did. And he turned it all around with that. Yeah. Turned it all around. Flipped it up. I'm telling you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, you know, let me say this. Can I say this really quick, Dana? Yeah. None of this means anything, guys. None of it means anything if you don't first make Jesus the Lord of your life. That's right. You have to make him Lord of your life. Come on, to enter into the promises of an abundant overflow with aligning yourself with the kingdom of God. Amen. And the first step to aligning yourself with the kingdom of God is making Jesus Lord of your life. Amen. And I want to tell you today that he loves you, that he has a plan for you. And his word says, whomever calls on the name of the Lord and believes in his heart that he raised on the grave, raised from the grave on the third day, you shall be saved. So I want to encourage you, if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, maybe on the replay, maybe even on the live right now, I want to encourage you. Let's do that right now. And let's get hallelujah, aligned with the kingdom of heaven because God loves you. He gave his life for you. Come on, hallelujah. You're gonna be over the top. Now, let me say this. Maybe hell, maybe you said the prayer and you believed it one time, but you know, maybe it was the secret things of the heart. Maybe unforgiveness, pride, arrogance, bitterness, resentment, all these things knocked Amen. you off course. Maybe it was a death of a loved one, a sudden bankruptcy, a sudden divorce, whatever it was, but it knocked you off course. And you're saying here today on this live or on the replay, you're saying, I need to come back to Jesus. Well, look, this prayer fits you too. And as we call upon his name, you can come back fully immersed into the presence of of Jesus Amen. right now. Amen. So I thank you right now. Mm. Right now. Thank you, Lord. One prayer fits thank all. You, One prayer fits all. And I want to pray that prayer with you right now. Yes, sir. So just say this with me right now. Lift your hands if you can right where you're at. Yes. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Wash me and cleanse me. Forgive me, Jesus. Forgive me, Jesus. Of my sins. Of my sins. I thank you. I thank you. That you shed your blood. That you shed your blood. That my sins. That my sins could be cast as far as the east is from the west. Could be cast as far as the east is from the west. To never be remembered again. To never be remembered again. So Jesus, thank you. Jesus, thank you. That I am free. That I am free. Because I believe. Because I believe. That you died. That you died. You rose again. You rose again. And you're coming back for me. And you're coming back for me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Overflowing. Overflowing. Give me a passion for the loss. Give me a passion for the loss. A hunger and thirst for the things of God. A hunger and thirst for the things of God. And a holy boldness to preach your gospel. And a holy boldness to preach your gospel. Jesus, thank you. Jesus, thank you. I decree over my life. I decree over my life. I am saved. I am saved. I'm on my way to heaven. I'm on my way to heaven. Because I have Jesus. Because I have Jesus. In my heart. In my heart. In Jesus' In name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Woo! 
Hallelujah. Amen. So really quickly, I'm just going to tell you. That's exciting. So, so James, if, James said tithes and offerings shows. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's just exciting. That's that's exciting. Come on. Hallelujah. Yes. You, <laughs> come on. Hallelujah. If you prayed, sorry, I got caught in the comments. If you prayed that prayer, you guys, Woo. please type in the comments I did so we can connect with you. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, type in the comments I did so we can connect that's with it. you. That's it. See, David said, look, David's on that's it. That's right. Thank you, Jay. Come Thank on. You, David. Da, 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 da. Woo! So really quickly, James said, ties and offerings shows our obedience and love to the Lord. It's a free will. So James, that's actually not correct. So I just want to tell you, but we're going to teach on that. Tithe and offering is not a free will. It's a requirement as a believer. It's a command. Um, and, and you actually have to tithe. It is a financial thing. We'll talk about that because people think they can tithe. Um, so that's, that's, that's not correct either. But that's why, I'm, that's why we're teaching on this. You can't tithe with time. You can't tithe with, with food. You can't tithe with... That's not, that's not what tithe is, but that's what we're going to, those gonna, are offerings. Those, yeah, we're, but we're going to, we're going to discuss that. So Juanita said, how do you tithe with no income? So I know you have your, your business, right? Um, Juanita, so anything that comes in from that, you can tithe 10% off of that. Well, and then we can also talk about, um, I think she's just asking if you don't have any income, how can you start? Um, you sew, you can sew. You I can remember, sew. I remember, you know what? Uh, you know, when I made $5 a month when I was in prison for, 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 you know, years ago, uh, you know, you start where you're at. Right. You start where you're at. That's the whole thing. God's not requiring, just like the woman with the with the, yes. with the penny, you know, yes. all these people were coming in, giving of their abundance, but there was one woman who yes. actually only had a quarter of a penny. Come on. And she put it in and Jesus called everybody to himself, all of his disciples. And he said, you see that woman who gave that little piece of a penny, not even yeah. the whole penny. It was just a piece of a penny. He said she gave more than anybody else here. Why? Yes. Because she gave all her, she had. She gave out of her lack. All out she of had. her lack. All that she had. I've I've heard different testimonies of, of the uh, offering plate coming by and people not having any money. I know one guy, he pulled the button off of his thing because he didn't have even a penny. So he pulled the button off and said, God, this is all I have. And he put it in there. But he goes, I want to give. So this is all I have. And he put it in. Right. So so there's there's all So we start where we're at. And there's always something to give. So but that's why why we're teaching on this because there's a lot of things that have have been mistaught concerning finances, concerning tithe and offering, concerning um uh concerning um you know prosperity like we talked about today concerning all of these things cuz i i mean i had all these questions too and so as i like i i spent hours looking and reading and doing i mean so we're going to break it all down amen we're going to break amen. it down this week and talk about these amen. things so amen amen that amen that's right that's right so so he said, remember me, remember me. So listen, you guys, what do we have coming up this week? I'm like, you don't know. Hey, this week <laughs> we have, right? no, I'm just like, I was, I was lost in lava land. But listen, tonight, no, not tonight, Friday night, Ocean View. If you're anywhere on the island, you want to come out and eat hot dogs and popcorn, we're going to have movie night <laughs> in Ocean View. Yes. 
Friday night movie night in Ocean View, Hope Diamond Ministries, uh, Ginger Blossom Lane. Come out and check it out. It's going to be off the hook. Amen. Super pumped and excited for it. Right? Amen. Yeah, God is Amen. good. So bring your family out. Bring your kids out. Let's come together, have some hot dogs and popcorn, and let's enjoy a good movie together. And just, you know what? Just enjoy family time. Come on. But listen, David, you're going to love this. This Sunday night, the That's 7th, right, 8th, and 9th, we're going to be doing healing school at Hope, uh, Hope New Hope in Volcano. So come out, bring your friends. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Come on. Yes. Listen, so. Kayla, it's going to be a good movie. It's going to be a good movie. It's a family-friendly surprise. It's a family-friendly <laughs> surprise. So you have to come out. <laughs> so, um, uh, what, 6.30, Brandy, 6.30. 6.30 at... Uh, this Friday. He, she was asking about the movie, no, I think. Uh, the mo are you asking about the movie or if healing If you're asking school? about the movie, it's 6.30 Friday night for the movie night in Ocean View. And then for healing school... 6 o'clock. Six o'clock at, at New Hope here in Volcano, and um, Come on. check the page because we posted the flyers on it. Make sure you guys get there. Amen. Man, um, we have to do so. I got to get that computer because I can't even read the comments. Uh, of the movie, she said. Oh, sir, we just gotta get you some spectacles. No. Period. Spectacles. That's what spectacles are for. I just need it bigger. You know, we, we gotta just bust need out spectacles. the computer. <laughs> Well, as we get into our own shenanigans here. <laughs> Spectacles. Because I really enjoy reading your comments. So, um, amen, you guys. Listen, the Lord put on our heart, and we forgot to share this yesterday, to do a run around the island. Amen. We're oh, going to yes. do a run around the island, and our goal is to, to, to finish, to make a full circle by the end of the year. So that gives us about a full two months, you guys. So we're going to be just running and hitting it hard. We're going to be doing outreaches, and we're going to be going for souls. Amen. That's the whole thing. Just like this last weekend, you know, there's 60 souls, a little over 60 souls around there get to, that got saved. You know, we, we were going for souls. Amen. And here's we're, the deal. If we partner with the church, amen. If we don't, we're still going to do it. We're, we're still going to do it because we felt the Lord said to do it. So, it, you know. We're putting out a call. We would love for you to join us to come and help us. Amen. Um, as we do that. And um, and listen, if the Lord puts it on your heart to sow into the ministry, amen, to sow into the work of the gospel, to sow as we go for souls here on the big island, then please ask him again, right? We've talked about obedience. Ask him if he would have you give and then be obedient to give. If he says yes, be obedient to give. Come and of on. course, you can sew Venmo, PayPal, Cash App on the header of the video. And you can also send snail mail. Um, you know, if you decide to send a check, there's an address that you can send to there as well. But listen, you guys, we are going for souls. I'm telling you, we keep saying that we're going to finish this year well. And we are. We're going to finish this year well. We're going to go for souls. Make sure that you keep an eye on our page. Amen. As you follow us, um, just check in to, you know, our website, truthandfireministries.com, and keep updated on our events that we're going to have going on. And if, you, and if you want to get involved and help, then just send us a message and contact us, and we'll, we'll let you know the dates and times, and if you can join uh, Join us. That would be amazing. Okay. So, amen. All right. All right, Kayla. Come on, girl. So, amen, you guys. We love you. Uh, be sure and share the broadcast. I think tomorrow 
we're going to get into, I mean, well, tomorrow we're going to get into more concerning finances. Um, and so you have anything else you want to say? I just want to say, you know what? Love you guys. You guys are blessed. You guys, you guys are, are going to the top. Amen. Troopers, man. I'm telling you. Because the word says you are blessed. And what God has blessed, no man can curse. Amen. Period. No devil can curse. Nobody can curse you. Amen. Because God has blessed you. Hallelujah. I was just in that verse, David. I was just in that verse That's yesterday. That's good, David. That's so good, my friend. Man, that's good. I was just there yesterday. Wow. Amen. Wow. Amen. Well, we're going to do it, my brother. So we love you guys. Love you guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Be blessed. Bye. If we don't see you sooner. If we don't get raptured. <laughs> Wait. Hey, I just got to say something. Dana told me there was a rapture weight limit and I might not make it. So I've been practicing. No, I did. Uh, she did. So I've been practicing <laughs> jumping off of chairs. I've been practicing my jumping. So, trying to, trying to so, go up. So that, <laughs> so that when he comes, I'm like, "Fool!" I'll go quicker. You'll, you'll just you'll give an, you'll give a helping hand. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>